Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Microphone check, one, two, one, two. And we're back, and we're black, and we're brown ambition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, in, our, in, our, in our new stewed. Yes. I've hijacked Tiffany's stewed. So, so we're in the office, the, the new uh, Budgetista office. Um, and It's gorgeous. Even though it needs to be vacuumed. I'm like, all this dust. Anyway, um, we're back. And what do you want to talk about today? Um, what, I wanted to start off this week's podcast with. Did you do you watch Blackish? I watched a clip where they talked about the election. The one with Anthony Anderson doing his like monologue. No, no, I watched a clip where where the um where they're like I guess he's at work and they're sitting around a table and like there's like they're like. I guess, um, what is her name? Um, is that Wanda Sykes? No. Yeah, that's what I'm talking what? about. When he's talking about when were, he's like the, the, the really like semi-racist, like passive-aggressive boss is like, why don't you care about the election? Or why don't you care about what's happening in the mm. world? And then Anthony starts his character. He's like, you know, what did you say to me? And then he gets really serious and he talks about like, right? Yeah, no, I didn't see that part. I just saw the part where they were like, you're the token white girl. Um, what, you know, why did your people not vote for Hillary? <laughs> I oh, really? Yes. Well, I, the whole episode is like, I mean, Blackish is an amazing show in general, mm-hmm. but they've been, I feel like they really take their job seriously to like be a touchstone for like what it's like to be in a black family today. Mm. And it's been two months. And at first when I heard they did a Trump episode, I was like, really? Uh. I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying to like get over it. And now you're going to go drag this up. And it's always awkward when shows like have realistic, like real people in them or real, like they acknowledge yes. that it's 2016 or 17 and like this is what's happening. But they did such a good job. And the clip that everyone is talking about is um, this clip, which I'm going to play right now for you. Okay. Um, everyone listen. I love this country, even though at times it doesn't love me back. For my whole life, my parents, my grandparents, me, for most black people, this system has never worked for us. Seven feet. But we still play ball. Tried to do our best to live by the rules, even though we knew they would never work out in our favor. Strange fruit. Had to live in neighborhoods that you wouldn't drive through. Send our kids to school with books so beat up you couldn't read them. Work jobs that you wouldn't even consider in your nightmares. And blood at the roots. Black people wake up every day believing that our lives are going to change, even though everything around us says it's not. Truth be told, you ask most black people, they tell you that no matter who won this election, they didn't expect the hood to get better. Change. But they still voted. 
because that's what you're supposed to do. You think I'm not sad that Hillary didn't win? That I'm not terrified about what Trump's about to do? I'm used to things not going my way. I'm sorry that you're not, and it's blowing your mind. So excuse me if I get a little offended because I didn't see all of this outrage when everything was happening to all of my people since we were stuffed on boats in chains. I love this country as much, if not more, than you do, and don't you ever forget that. And give him all the golden gloves. Yes. Lucha. <laughs> right? Oh. I felt that even more just listening to it again than wow. I did earlier. So And then and then to have Nina Simone in the background. You know strange. when Strange Fruit comes on. Well, you already know. It's, a, it's, it's like it's a it's a thug fest. Thug thug tears fest. <sighs> I love Blackish. I feel like it's one of the most important shows on television. Yeah, and um, I'm so glad that that Tracy Ellis Ross, you know. Isn't she that she got her her, her and she won yeah yes. the Golden Globe. Look at me, I'm like the Golden Globe. I don't watch like that much, <laughs> but I knew it was one of the awards that people always want to get. Um, yeah, she won. It was a good night for for, for Black her. TV mm-hmm. uh, Atlanta. Yeah, Donald Glover. Uh, I can't say I, I watched a couple episodes. I did, but I lost track. But um, and he won too. in that fabulous brown suit. And then um, um Moonlight. Moonlight, yeah, yeah uh, best picture awesome. drama. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, although, you know, I saw La La Land, and my one of my girlfriends was texting me, and she was like, "Man, if Moon, I can't believe so and so won." Because Moonlight was kind of up for the same awards as La La Land, best okay. actor, but I think best supporting actress, best director, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it lost because La La Land won everything until the best picture drama. Um, and she was like, "This can't be," because I've seen La La Land. She's like, "This can't be better than Moonlight." And I was like, "You can't compare." A musical yeah. about you know a young woman who goes to LA and tries to be an actress to what Moonlight is. You just like can't. Yeah. I feel like you and it and I don't feel like it should be like that for yeah. them. You know the movies like everything doesn't have to be the same. I don't know. It's in a whole different category. I think they're both amazing films. But um, I know what you mean. You're right because you're like it's not really. Yeah, it's 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 a totally different. It pulls totally different energy and emotion out of you. Mm-hmm. The two different ones. La La Land. I loved. I love that soundtrack. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't watch La La Land. It's you know it's not for everybody. It's a it's a it's basically a musical, but on like you know it's like Moulin Rouge or mm-hmm. any of those like musical like t- movies. But I thought it was incredible. Speaking I love of movies, have you, have you seen um, uh, Hidden Figures? Yeah, I, saw I haven't seen it. I didn't see. We it. didn't see it before the podcast. Yeah, I saw it. It was it was really good. Okay, that's when I said I love Jersey City because the whole crowd was like really into it. Oh, that's right. They were clapping and snapping and cheering. Yes, I'm gonna. I have to take Supergirl. I really want to go see it. And but I didn't know that it was number one. Really? Box office last oh, weekend. Look was, at that. Like it, it tied. The first headline I read was it's going to tie with Rogue One, the new Star Wars movie. But mm-hmm. then I read that it beat Star That's Wars awesome. movie. Um, so enter. I saw Taraji tweeting and like Instagramming. They're so excited. You know what's so yeah. great about it? Because I'm not going to lie. When I first heard that they were doing this movie called Hidden Figures about, you know, black women entrepreneur, not entrepreneurs, um, engineers and and mathematicians that helped to launch, you know, um, a man into space. I thought. No one's gonna watch it, honestly. Not, not. I knew I would watch it, but I thought to myself, the larger world at large, they're not gonna care about the story. Mm-hmm. So I'm just so happy that I was proven completely wrong, and that it's a story that has transcended, um, and people are watching it, not just watching it, but making it number one. So I'm super excited about that. And it was the same year that you know Nat Turner's movie, the the um, uh, the one Nate Parker, mm-hmm. Nate Parker's movie came out about Nat Turner, the revolution, and like. It was 
I mean, it was kind of a flop, right? Yeah. All the all the bad press about his yes. history with that, you know, those rape allegations, yes. and then that was kind of like a real loss because that was that was the after Oscar So White last year when that movie was bought at the film festivals by a big studio network. It was like the biggest thing. It was yeah. like, oh my god, next year we're, we're saved. This is the first movie. That, it was bought for like a record amount of money by a production studio. Wow. Um, and then so when it kind of like it fizzled based on all those bad yeah, that bad press, yep. um, it was a big lost so I feel like Hidden Figures probably benefited from a couple of things one it's about women and two it's kind of a feel-good movie it is I mean you it was weird I left the theater kind of like really depressed and sad okay because you do realize these women literally like the, Taraji who plays Catherine I forget her last name uh, Johnson sorry mm-hmm. Catherine Johnson in the movie who's really the instrumental like brilliant like genius mathematician who at the last minute comes running with the answer to a problem they need to get um um Ah, John Glenn, uh-huh, John yes, Glenn. back down to earth safely. And she, during the movie, has to run half a mile to use the bathroom. Yeah, I remember you told me that. Half a mile. That's crazy. And then at one point her boss is like, where have you been? You're not here. You're never here. Where do you go for 40 minutes? And then she's, and then she breaks down and it has like this really emotional scene where she says, I have to go to the bathroom. And then you, you know, just, and you see like the, the oppression of the women and it's, you see the, the women at NASA were all sort of being, they were all sort of hidden. The white women and the black women who are computers were mm-hmm. all down in the basement working separately. But you sort of see like the the chain of command. Like so Kirsten Dunst plays like the, the leader of the white computers. Okay. And she, you know, keeps Octavia Spencer's character down, you know, mm-hmm. beneath her, even though she's also kind of beneath her. Mm-hmm. And it's just all the dynamics. And it's super depressing, but it's also kind of feel good at the end because you know um you know they win but then yeah. you have to leave the theater knowing that they didn't really win because it's been 60 years yeah. since that happened and now they're just now getting recognition for that these women and but Katherine johnson was is still alive i think she's wow. like in her late 90s wow and she got to see it who child see honestly they, they i show the pictures of him at the end and that's when you know this the tears the tear starting yeah. honestly lately i'm not gonna lie since the new year has started i have purposefully um curated my what I ingest online Mm. because it's too much honestly I'm not gonna lie like you know you start reading like and this cabinet appointee and then I'm like you know what I I can't like I literally cannot take it so it was that roller coaster ride of the of the elections was almost too much and then to read like and I'm obviously I'm gonna go back to because I have to know what's happening but I'm like I need a minute to like fortify myself with good things before I kind of like allow these like it's scary and yeah. sometimes I, I just look and I'm like, what now? I can't, I can't, I can't. So I'm like, I don't want to see this Facebook. I don't want to see this Facebook. Have you been, did you watch, I've been like hanging on, I've been hanging on like a life raft mm-hmm. everything of Michelle and Brock that I yeah. possibly can. Every bit of Mas- Sasha and Malia. Like I watched the farewell address and mm-hmm. like. Me too. All of it. And it was just. I was uh, actually in D.C. for their farewell address. You were there? No, yeah, no not oh. there. I mean, I was just in Washington, D.C. <laughs> I was there because I was taping, like, Good Morning Washington, like, with some credit tips or whatever. And then a friend of ours works at BET Network. So she was like, oh, you want to come to watch, like, the Mary Jane, Being Mary Jane, you know, their new premiere. Right, it came on, like, right afterwards, right? I saw saw Gabrielle Union using, I was like, all right, Gabrielle. Yes, and so, but right before, they were watching the state, uh, you know, like, the last state of the union. And so I, we were watching that. It was just great to watch it, like, in D.C., knowing, like, not too far away. It was happening. Yes. I just drink, I'm drinking every last 
drop. And, yeah. that, and especially the part where he talks to Michelle. You know, I, every, I live for that. Mm-hmm. And, and then you saw Malia getting emotional. Yeah. Did you see how, like, when um, when Uncle Joe got his award? Yes. That was so cute. That's, you know who, actually, I cried during that, not yes. during the farewell. Me too. <laughs> no, first of all, so if, you, sweet. if anybody gets a chance to, like, lovey Ajay, right? Mm-hmm. She had the perfect description of, like, how Uncle Joe was acting. She said, like, look at Uncle Joe. He acted, He's acting like he just got nominated to the deacon board. It was like, God, I'm not worthy. And turned around and was like, <laughs> <laughs> like the pastor was like, we just want to acknowledge Uncle Joe as our new deacon. And it was just so true. Like, the look in his eyes. Everybody just loves Joe Biden. He lost it. Yeah. And, and you, t- you talk about a man who's been through, like, I think he deserves it just based on the personal tone. Mm-hmm. Like, for him to still be standing and to be able to say, you know, I'm still optimistic about our country when mm-hmm. all of that's happened to him. I mean, I feel like life just keeps knocking him down and it, it makes, and he's just like such a strong guy. And yeah. Their friendship is so genuine at mm-hmm. this point. Like they don't even care. They give zero f's about yep. it. They just like just full on loving each other. Yeah. I feel like they know that we need. Yeah, we, we need, need to, see, to that. see some positivity. And I just I need them to have their own radio show or something. something. I just want to hear Uncle Joe and Uncle yes, Barry like once a week. <laughs> like what do fireside chat, <laughs> especially Uncle Joe because you know he's a or mess. whatever that weekly lunch that they have. <laughs> that was like a highlight of my week. I know we have like a a, um, a tight. Yeah, we're in a tight, yeah. a tight schedule because uh, we're taping a literature. What yes. are we doing at nine? So yeah, so like a little bit later, we'll be taping a live. Every week, we do a literature challenge chat. Um, the budget Lisa and Mandy um, representing Magnify Money, who's the sponsor of the literature challenge credit edition. And so we during that, doing that tonight. And so um, yeah, so because of that, we have a little tighter schedule. Um, if you're not doing the literature challenge sponsored by the awesome Magnify Money, what you waiting on? Uh, you can join us at LRC for the Live Richer Challenge, lrccredit.com, and get your whole credit life together. Magnify Money has provided us with so many amazing tools to use to get your credit just really on point. You know what's so crazy? My sister, Tracy, the one who like buys all my clothes, mm-hmm. um, she hit me the other day, and she is. Um, she said... I asked, you know, what are you doing today? It was like, you know, the weekend. And she was like, honestly, catching up on the Live Richer Challenge. I'm like, you're doing it? Because, you know, like, they never, they don't tell me. And she was like, I am. She's like, I'm two days behind, so I'm catching up since it's Sunday. And I thought, that's so awesome, you know? Wasn't she your, like, your litmus test for all the advice that you give? No, that's, that's Lisa. Oh, the Lisa The Lisa rule. Oh, okay. And then Lisa, like, so I posted on Facebook, like, you know, Tracy's doing Lisa's like, not to be outdone. I'm doing it as well <laughs> with my coworkers. So it's Everybody just, should, even if you have good credit, mm-hmm. you should still do it. I think a lot of, there's a lot of, I think, interesting extras. And, and people may have good credit, but may not even know how or why. Exactly. Because Tracy, how to honestly, prevent bad credit. her credit was a 790. And she's like, it fell to, like, a 750, which is still excellent. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I just want to raise it back up again. So it's. It's for anyone. What I love is that what I'm hearing from people, the feedback is that I didn't even know how credit, like how does credit come to be and why? And I'm learning that. And then I'm learning how to purposefully grow it. And then the last week of the challenge, you learn how to maintain it. So it's just so great because honestly, it's free. The resources are dope and free. You can do the challenge all year round. So you can always restart it over and over again. There really is no excuse not to at least be working on your credit if you if you want better credit. It's the credit class everybody should have had yes. in high school. And is never too smart to learn so and i just want to say real quick to all the dream catchers who are like tweeting magnify money we get all your and all your facebook messages and your emails we've gotten all of them i think we responded to all of them there were like dozens thank you so much you're so sweet and on behalf of magnify just keep going thank you for the love yes don't forget to like us on facebook (laughs) magnify underscore money 
Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. any wins any any are we doing let's do breaks yes yes brown boost and brown break brown boost and brown break i want to take well i guess it's kind of a break it's just that so me and superman are house shopping right duplex shopping yes well or whatever Um, yeah investment property shopping so you know when you start shopping you have your mind i want a four family da 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 and then you're like i'll take a three and then you're like i'll take a two and now we're like i'll just take a house (laughs) oh okay we okay update update we've downgraded all right (laughs) so i mean honestly we're still at least looking for a multi-family house but honestly like you you start to realize that as you go through the process there's so many things that you did not realize you know um because i thought we were good i'm like we've got plenty of money saved superman's credit is great you know like check 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 but there's so many things for example like um tell us tell us i know the number one thing that i did not realize is that my realtor was telling me what websites not to use what? And so, like, you when you're when your house, so you normally, so your realtor is gonna look for homes for you, right? Right. But I mean, I'm proactive, so I want to look too, mm-hmm. you know. So I gave her like my list of like, this is what I'd like check, 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 check. But I'd like to look and be proactive. So she was like, don't use sorry, tru- Trulio, Trulio, Trulia, Zillow, Zillow, all of those other sites. She's like, honestly, they're some of them are weeks behind and they have not been updated. So she's like, I don't want you to get your hope up hopes up and see something that's and then true. you know she's like honestly the best site that's closest to what she actually sees is realtor.com she mm-hmm. said because they update every 30 every 15 to 30 minutes so she was like you're only behind about 30 minutes so you know she was like i'm not saying that something won't be sold but in new york though 30 minutes can be like- exactly but it better than two weeks on one of these other sites yeah you know so she was like that's the closest site that you're going to find to what she has as far as open to the public because realtors, they have the MLM yep. networks, right? Yep. Like that's what, what does that stand for? Um, I'm not even going to lie. I don't MLN know. or something like that. Yes, it's MLS a, or something like that. M- MLS. Yes. MLN. <laughs> Multi-listing something. Yeah, service. Yes. And so what they do is realtor.com every 30 minutes pull from the MLS. Gotcha. And so you're seeing like 30 minutes, 15 to 30 minutes behind what they see. And so I'll look and, and sure enough, because before I was pulling things from Zillow and Trulio and all those other websites, mm-hmm. and I would send it to her and literally 95% of the time, Sold, 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 and I get so disappointed. Yeah. And I've been pulling from Realtor.com as he suggested, and ninety percent of the time, available, available, available. So I was like, wow, okay. So it is really up to date. So one, this is what I suggest. So going to Realtor.com and figuring out first what is it that you really want. So we will, like, I know we have our list of like what we want to buy, where we want to buy, that kind of thing. And then what we've done is that we'll do a drive-by first. Because there's nothing worse than your realtor saying, okay, you know, the house that you sent me the link for, you know, we can go see it on Tuesday. And you pull up and you're like, ah, I hate this neighborhood. Uh -uh." So we have been spending our weekends doing drive-bys 
You know, so we'll, we'll do our research like on a Saturday morning of places. We'll look at the pictures, pick maybe like 10. I think we saw like 20 today, which was a lot. And then we'll just literally drive by. You know how I hate driving. Uh, and so like the good thing is that we're really concentrated on one particular neighborhood. So even though you might see 20, they're all within like one block of each other. Oh, okay. So it's not as bad. And then we'll, I'll take notes on the paper like, like this, hated this. So of the like 20 that we saw today, there were six that we liked and three that, that we really want to see. Okay. You know, so of that, like, you know, we'll probably go see about three of them this week. So now we're ready. So that's what we do every week. We'll go to Realtor.com, make a list, do a drive-by, see them the next week. And so it's just been, like, a little bit tedious, but. Yeah, I always use Zillow. I mean, well, because I'm just dreaming right now. Mm -hmm. So for (laughs) me, like, Zillow and Trulia, I think, are good if you just want to get a sense of what the prices Mm -hmm. are like out there. But, yeah, like, definitely not if you're, like, actively shopping. Actually, yeah, because you'll be very, 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 I mean, because you'll get, like, excited. Like, oh, my God, this is so. Oh, we found our we found our apartment on Zillow actually. Really? But I think we got lucky. I mean, I think we looked the day that it was listed. Okay. Um, but it was like brand new building. It wasn't like one house, and it's okay. a lot easier to have apartments available than one house. Then a, yeah, than a house. Houses go quick out here. They do, especially yeah. multifamily. Because honestly, because I'm looking, you know, I live in Newark, and people, you know, just not too long ago, no one wanted to live in Newark, but mm-hmm. there's this trend because things are happening in Newark, and it's you like you know, Prudential is buying a property, Rutgers is buying a property, um, Whole Foods is moving. To Newark, not not the headquarters, but there, there's a Whole Foods being yeah. built in Newark. So as a result, all of these investors are swarming in. So here you are, just trying to buy a piece of property. Investors are buying them all cash, all cash, all cash. Yep. My friend, my girlfriend in Brooklyn just yesterday was so, well, I saw her Friday, had like a little slumber party. Mm-hmm. Um, she was so sad because she's been, there been, her and her fiance have been trying to find a place in Bushwick. Mm. And she was like, and I hadn't talked to her in a while about it. And she, the, the latest I've heard is that she's ready to, you know, buy in Atlanta because it's just competing. You know, they would see something they liked. Yeah. They'd email the realtor and immediately she'd be like, oh, it was sold, you know, yeah. oh. all cash investors. Yes. It's hard to compete with them. Yes, it is. I don't know. What are we hearing? It's a, we're in a very spooky giant office. <laughs> so if you hear some noise in the background, sorry. I don't know. It's not in the <laughs> I in almost here. hear crickets. I don't know. This mic is very sensitive. <laughs> they could be doing work. They're still like doing work, unfortunately. So that's my brown break kind of. I'm like, oh, I mean, I'm. Well, I, I just like a boost. Something. Yeah, and I will. But you know, it just gets to be so because you're like, oh, or you'll see a house that it's so gorgeous on the outside. And then we'll go in and be like, is this the nightmare before Christmas? Like, what is happening yeah. in here? But I totally relate. I mean, what in May, I was announcing that we're moving with Enrique's parents and we were going to save up for a house. Mm-hmm. And what are, where are we now? Yeah. We're renting. <laughs> we're slow in our role. Yes. Although, full disclosure, that was my plan all along. But, uh, <laughs> Sometimes that's how you got to do it. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, we'll get a house. You know, we'll see what happens. Wink, wink. Right. Um, what about you? What do you'll you find bring? it all in good time. Yeah, and I, I believe so. And I'm like, the thing is, I always say, we're not homeless. We're not, we have a place. It's just yeah, that, time. well, you know, and I like doing it in the winter because you have a little, at least a little less competition. But on one level, I feel like you guys are exactly the kind of people who need to find a house in, in Newark. Mm-hmm. You know, you, they don't want to push people like you out of here. Exactly. You know what I mean? You're bringing money into the economy. Exactly. You're smart. You're talented. He obviously. works for the city, you know, so it's just a. Good people. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not push everyone out. I, I, I feel like that happened in Jersey City where I am mm-hmm. a little bit, a lot of it, anyway. Yeah, agreed. Um, all right. Uh, my boost this week, so I'm going to give a boost. On to, on two of my favorite tools that I've been using. So back back in the the new year is here, mm-hmm. but not for me. It's my resolution is to get my money right, but not because of the new year because my wedding is coming up, obviously. So I want to give a shout out to one app called Level Money, which I've talked about a little bit before, mm-hmm. but I I don't know if I give you all the details. And Level Money was recently purchased by Capital One okay. or Capital One three sixty. Um, so they have uh, some new bells and whistles, but this is the app that I always tell people to go to if they're like. I don't know. 
I can't, like, I don't know how much money. I just want to know how much money I have right now to spend for the week or for the month or whatever. They okay. just can't. They don't have the patience for the budget nista's super easy budget nista tool. <laughs> They're like me. They have, like, ADHD with budgeting. Okay. Um, so I love Level because um, you link your accounts, obviously, but then you can easily go through your expenses and then check the ones that are recurring. Okay. And it knows all of your recurring monthly bills, and it knows how much money you have coming in, um, and it's tracking your expenses during the week. And every day it tells you this is how much you have to spend. And if you go over, then it just goes into the, the next day's spend. Okay. Or you can see here's how much you have to spend for the whole week. Ooh. And it's really nice because... Is it free? Uh, it's free. Totally okay. free. Level Money is the app. It's an orange icon um, Ooh, I'm gonna look in it the up. iTunes store. Um, it's my fave. But uh, what, uh, what was I just doing today in Level Money? Oh, so we just moved into a new apartment, and mm-hmm. I could easily add my rent and adjusted everything really quick. Um, it's my favorite. I don't know. And for me, it's More helpful. so than Mint. Way more than Mint, because Mint doesn't, like, give me an... At least I haven't used the app in a while, but I don't get, like, here's what you can spend today. Okay. Oh, and I also, like that. And the problem with Mint is that it... it, it I feel like Mint is like more for tracking where you're overspending in the different categories because mm-hmm. it's and but then you have to go and like tag all the ones that are uncategorized yeah. and it's like such a pain in the butt. Okay. Um, level. I like that. Okay. Level money. I'm gonna look into level it. Level money. Um, and then my second one. So we just moved and and this all kind of goes into like right now my expenses are kind of out of control because I'm buying like bridesmaids gifts and I'm buying you know like tickets for things here and there and making you know putting down deposits so like like a lot of money is flying out and I just need to make sure I'm not spending more than I'm bringing in for the month at Mm -hmm. a time um so we moved into a new apartment uh we have a beautiful kitchen but like one thing I've gotten really real with with me and my fiance um how we work is you want to you want to be like oh I'm going to save money on groceries so I'm going to make a list go to the grocery store, we're going to plan our meals, we're going to chop all the veggies on Sunday and then put it all in Ziploc bags and be ready to go for work. And that, like, never happens mm-hmm. for us, ever. Where I'm always too tired to go to the grocery store after work. And you get that text at, like, 3.30, and he's like, yo, what's for dinner? And I'm like, I don't know, you tell me. <laughs> I have a job, too. Know, right? What do you think we should have for dinner? And you just get in this, like, endless cycle, and then you end up on Seamless and spending, like, $50 mm-hmm. on bad Thai food. Um, so I just got over it, and this this month we signed up for HelloFresh. Okay, I've heard of them. Which is one, you know, you've heard of these um, these grocery or meal delivery services. Mm-hmm. There's Plated, Blue Apron, HelloFresh. Yeah. Um, there's like, a couple other I can't even remember. Um, but I decided to use HelloFresh because I love that you can you can get four meals for two people for eighty four dollars a week. Okay. Um, so you do the math. That's like. You do the math because I can't right now. $22 per meal. Okay. $20, $21 per meal. So that's like $10 per person for like really good gourmet dinners. Okay. And I love because you can, you you can select like a fit option. And I, we were on plated before and it was all really good food, but it was very like unhealthy. Um. It was like pizza, pizza, you know, sandwiches, (laughs) all that, you know, not really healthy stuff. Mm -hmm. So I like HelloFresh because you can choose the fit meal plan since we're getting, you know, nice for the wedding. Okay. Um, And it's 84 bucks. And literally that box comes on Monday and it's like Christmas. And really? you're like, oh, we're going to have cherry glazed tr- pork chops for dinner. And we're going to have like, what did we make this week that was so good? Sausage bolognese and like all this stuff, you know, like that I would never make myself. I don't think. I'll try it. What can you do? Yeah. Do you, do you pay for the month or by week by week? You, every week they get to do a new box and you get charged that week. And you have, so every, like, Monday, we'll get a charge for $84. Um, so you can cancel if you're going on a vacation. You okay, can cancel. I like that. You can even go into the future, and you know you're going to be gone for two weeks. And you don't want to forget. Well, and you can, can you do, like, a, just like, you know what? This week, I'm going to try something special. 
You can so, so they have every week you can choose your menu. So they have like seven to eight options, maybe six to eight options. Okay. Um, I feel like they have eight, and then I pick four out of the eight. And so, for example, Enrique doesn't like fish, so I always skip the fish option. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually skip the vegetarian option because I feel like I don't get my money's worth. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> no, but I, what I mean is that like, could I just order for like one week? Um, or do you have to like send? send yeah, a you could. Okay. I mean, it's gonna have your credit card. So yeah, I mean, if you they and they always have these promotions. I'll I'll post a link, um, and you can get like a free box or whatever. I'll, I'll give you a free box because okay. once you join, you can give all your friends free, you know, weeks or whatever. Okay, that's I how I got in on it. I definitely want to try because I I honestly have to say I like cooking. I love cooking. It's just that sometimes I'm like, uh, but I hate food shopping. When I yes. say I hate food shopping. Like literally, I'll like I'm like Superman. So every time it's time to go food shopping, I'm always like, wait. So what? What can I do? I can do the laundry. I can like <laughs> anything. I can mow the lawn. I can I can paint the house. Yeah, I hate food because I take forever because I'm looking at every deal, every sale. Literally, mm-hmm. I food shop. It takes me at minimum two hours. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, that's just the shopping experience. Then you got to put it in your car, and then you have to take it from your car. And Superman's usually really good at like taking yeah. it from the car. And putting in the house but it has to be put put away after that and you're like oh my god this is like a half a day ordeal that's yeah, what i feel like in my mind. hours and this happens to me this happened to me the week before we signed up i was like i'm done we went to key food for mustard we spent eighty dollars mustard i don't know what we spent it on but lots of things yeah. that we just all of a sudden needed i'm gonna look into um, that honestly and so I, I think it helps with well it helps with i think it is the list that i need it's like you only get what you need yeah. you're not wasting food like i'm constantly wasting crap you're not wasting food you're getting a really delicious meal and he cooks it's like all he needs to cook i feel like all men want is like give me the directions give me the ingredients here's yeah. everything i need can you up it like because we have i'm thinking like i wonder if the the two people be but supergirl's not always with us so i wonder if two would be enough meaning like you know he surprisingly even though superman is really tall he's not a big portions guy mm-hmm. i wonder if like two could really be like two and a half because she's like the half. sometimes usually with the meals that come with pasta or rice there was usually plenty for okay for two when it was like a, when it's like we made chicken what do we make oh we made these like amazing turkey like mm. Thanksgiving burgers last mm. week. It was so good. Um, but that was, ju- there was two buns, just uh, enough turkey, you know, ground meat for like two. Okay. But um, it depends. Sometimes we have leftovers for lunch the next day, which okay. is like even better value. And you said in how many meals is it? You can either do two. I think you can do one person. You no, can meaning like um, for, for four days? You said how many days? Four for- days. So we get um, eight meals, but four days worth okay. of food. Um, mm. And that's just our dinner. And then Friday we eat out anyway, so it's. Yeah. It's, and it's, I feel like we're saving tons of money. Yeah, I'm not Even gonna lie. It feels like you're, you know. Every time I food shop, at minimum two hundred dollars, sometimes upwards of three something. I For said, who? I'm yeah. like, who lives here that we're eating? And I might food shop maybe two, two to three times a month. That's yeah. crazy. So uh, we're spending at, at minimum, honestly, a month on food at minimum four hundred dollars. At minimum. that's even low. Like we spent way more than that. And that's that's what I said. On minimum, I re, I really venture to say we probably spent like five to six hundred dollars a month for three people. Really, three and a half. Yeah. You know, that's crazy. You want to try something new sometimes, and yeah. it's like, go buy, I don't know, a, a bok choy. You're like, and then you buy a whole thing of bok choy. You're spices. Like, spices are like $7 a pop. Yeah. You need like a, some turmeric, and you're going to need yeah. one quarter teaspoon. <laughs> HelloFresh <laughs> gives you exactly a quarter teaspoon. Ooh, I'm going to try. It's, it's, it's fantabulous. You know, even if I just do it like, you know, twice a month, I yeah. think I'm going to try Give it a try. I'm excited. I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up. I'll right. You up. See, I'll see, you, you know, see. Already, I've got my new, my new um, Chase Sapphire Reserve card. Thanks to Monday. Nice? I know it's metal. Now we are not big. Uh, we're not big pushers of go get credit. 
This mm-hmm. is, but this is a perfect fit for someone like me who spends the money anyway, especially on business. Mm-hmm. And I travel a lot. And so this is like literally the perfect fit card. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, but don't go running out and getting stuff. I know like the I've heard that the um, the whole hundred thousand dollar point thing is over. But that if expired. you actually go into a, a Chase bank. I've heard that they're honoring it for like the next for another month. Oh, mm-hmm. ooh, okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah, so for Great. people like, because I saw it, like I was reading stuff online more about it. Yeah, and if you guys want to know how, I know last year I to, uh, last year last week I told the story of how I booked our honeymoon to yes. Italy and Spain for two hundred bucks, <gasps> and everyone wanted to know why or how. So I wrote the you know my entire explanation, a really good like in depth guide to how I use my points send and leverage them. I want to send it yeah. with the Dreamcatchers. I want to post it in the group. I Excellent. Yeah. I, I um, published on Yahoo Finance, so I'll, I'll share the link on the on brownambitionpodcast.com. We'll put it on the Facebook page. But no, but set, even just post Dream it Packers. yourself, like in Dream, because they would like travel is one of the number one things they would love that. So okay. please share that. They're going to be like, oh, Mandy, is this Mandy Woodruff from Brown Ambition? <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's written by a noob for noobs. Is how I feel because like all those mild like yeah, mild I don't, it's I don't like, get it. The points guy. I'm like I'm sure what you're saying is true, but I don't know what you're talking. I'm like about. here's a screenshot. Here's where you go. You know, no, I'm gonna. I want to read it. I'm excited. So. Exciting stuff. So now it's time for questions. So this week's question is from. I'm assuming it's Jamie. Uh, We're gonna go with Jamie. Yeah. Recently, I got a new job in media in New York. Woo woo. I added the woo woo. After freelancing to pay the bills and relying on my mom to help, I'm so blessed to finally have a job at a company that I'm really excited to work for. The only, in quotes, problem, I'm making a lot of money. That's not what they said. It's a A crap ton of money. Yes. (laughs) I have no idea where to begin. But I know that with a package that almost pulls me into into six figures. Okay, so this person's making almost six figures. I need to be investing or doing something. How important is it for me to work with an accountant? And how do I go about finding a good one? I have a small fear of getting an accountant that will see that I'm young and take advantage of me and my money. So, Jamie, I'm so glad that you wanted to be financially responsible. Yeah. Good problem to have. Yes. So one, I think that maybe you are misinterpreting what type of person you need. An accountant is going to help you with your taxes and lower your tax burden. It sounded like to me you need more of a financial planner and a financial advisor. Maybe. Yes. Here's what I'll say about New York City. Six figures ain't what it is (laughs) in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So, and and I know a lot of people who make six figures and are not living any better than my little brother who's entry-level sales Mm -hmm. in Georgia right now. So I feel like, one, you need to stop thinking about the six figures. First of all, you haven't earned it yet. It's a new job. You're not six figures yet. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just earning your first good paycheck. Do have you been saving over this time? Do you have save? You haven't said if you have a savings account yet or mm-hmm. money set aside there. Have you started investing in your company four hundred one k? If they offer one, I feel like you know you say you feel like you need to start investing, and I think people's mind automatically takes them to like Wall Street, E Trade. I need to be like trading, swapping stocks, and buying Tesla stock and stuff like that. Um, people forget that a four hundred one k is an investment. Yes, and, and, and at the very one. least, you should be ma- You should you should whatever your company matches you, you should be putting. So if they say, hey, Jamie, if you put five percent, we'll put five percent. Put up to at the very least what they're going to put up to. Mm-hmm. You know, or else you're really just leaving money off the table. Um, I say it again. I started saving my four hundred one k like four. No, how old was I? Twenty. I was twenty four, mm-hmm. so that's been a little over five years now, and I have just in that four hundred one k 
um, over $40,000 just in five years. That's and that's awesome. just saving like my little 10% and getting like a match here or there. And I watch it grow all the time. You know, I haven't even touched mine from Yahoo when I left in May and it's gained like $2,000 this year, which is nuts. Um, just, you know, me sitting on my butt and doing nothing. So start investing in your 401k. Mm-hmm. If you need help, um, you should be able to contact your 401k provider if it's like a Vanguard or a Schwab or TD Ameritrade or whatever. Um, if you ticked all those boxes, mm-hmm. right, um, I think that finding a financial planner could mm-hmm. be super helpful if you want to know, you know, what next level, how to reach some, like, fun goals, mm-hmm. starting a travel fund. Yes. Um, and for that, I'd say I have a financial planner. I found mine... Um, through uh, one of these like planning networks. There's XY Planning, there's Garrett Planning Network. Mm-hmm. Um, but even before I did that, I signed up for LearnVest. Mm-hmm. Um, and LearnVest started in 2009, and I think it's a pretty it's pretty solid, actually. Magnify Money, we just had um, my reporter, Brittany Laye, just did LearnVest for three months, had a financial planner through them, um, and did an amazing review of LearnVest. So okay. I'll, I'll post that for yes, you, I'll send that do. to you. And it has a complete review. And, and um, the reason I like LearnVest is one, it's low cost. Um, it's accessible financial planning advice. It's $299 upfront, which I can say with experience having my financial planner is pretty standard. Mm-hmm. And then every month going forward, you pay $19 a month. Which is pretty good. Not bad. Mm-hmm. And then you can get access to them 24-7. Um, you have two planning sessions, and they deliver you a whole financial plan that tells you how much you should be saving, how much you'll need for retirement. Do they tell you where to put your retirement fund and money, or do you just... I don't know if they've started doing... Like financial advice. I don't know if they've started doing investment advice outside of 401k. Okay. Because um, I'll say this. That say that. Sometimes you, we, you get confused about like what, like I myself, I call myself a financial educator, meaning I don't sell financial services. You know, I'm just like, hey, this is what credit is. This is what debt is. Here's some tools that you can use to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you have a financial planner, which looks at your life in totality and says, here's what you can do to reach those goals that you want to reach. But not just investing wise, but just savings and spending and that kind of stuff. And then you have a financial advisor. So legally, to be called a financial advisor, you have to have um, certain certifications that allow you to make um, um, to make suggestions as it relates to investing and insurance. So you just want to know that the wording is really important for what you're looking for. And what me and Mandy are saying are planner and advisor are probably what you're looking for. Not to say you shouldn't have an accountant, but your accountant's job is to protect you um, as it relates to your taxes. You know, so just be mindful of like, you know, what it is that you're looking for, Jamie. But so hopefully we answered your question. Um, And just real quick, since you brought it up, Mm -hmm. and that's a good point, too, whether they do give investment advice or not. So my planner does. She's a certified financial advisor, um, investment advisor, and she's registered and you can check all that out. I'll even put some tips on how to um, how to how to do a a background check on your financial advisor to make sure they're actually listed with the um, what is it? The R. RIA certified registered investment advisor. Okay. Um, and there's something called broker check broker check through FINRA, which is the financial something something industry regulating authority. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know my acronyms, but it's broker check. And you can plug in the name of your advisor and see if they pop up and it'll show like I mean, I don't think it's like the end all be all of, you know, background checks, but it's a good at least you can tell, hey, they're licensed and they've actually been working for a while.
So are we ready to wrap up with some wins? Yes. I have a quick win. Okay. I want to give this win to my friend, uh, Lucinda Cross. There's this new show on Centric, which is owned by BT. Centric is a, is a network specifically for women of color. It's called Queen Boss. And so Queen Boss is like Shark Tank for women of color. It's super awesome. You have this panel of dope women that have their own very successful businesses. And then you have these these women that kind of come and pitch to them um, that also have businesses, but they have businesses that they're looking for advice and funding for. The funding is $25,000 that they win at the end. If you oh, should so win. it's a set price. Yes. Okay. And so, but it's been great because the women get to pitch and you get to learn about these awesome new businesses run by women of color. So my friend Lucinda Cross is on there. Her product was a vision board um, box um, and like you would take all these things out and, and create your own vision board. And so she was up against two other women and she moved forward to the semifinal round okay. as of last night. So it was really dope. It's just really, honestly, all the women were amazing. So it was just, it was a positive programming. It wasn't negative. It wasn't, it was just, these are some women of color. They have businesses. They're picking the other women who are more successful than them, who are, who are giving them great, solid advice. And who's backing Centric? BET. Oh, BET. Mm-hmm. Okay. So congratulations, Lucinda. Yay, Lucinda. What's the vision board called? What's it called? It's called Activates, Activate Your Vision, I think. I think So if you just look up Lucinda Cross, you can't miss it. Awesome. Um, my win this week, well, I have a couple, but they're going to be quick, I promise. Okay, I'm going to One, I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. The dream catchers are waiting. It's my fault. Um, so I want to give a shout-out to four-year-old Dalia Arana. She's a four-year-old who's read over a 1,000 books. What? And is, like, the baby boss of the Library of Congress. She's become an honorary librarian, what? got to go to the Capitol. Um, please go, just go Google her, Dalia Arana. She's, like, adorable. She's in, like, a little pink skirt suit like Hillary. Yeah. And you just see her strutting. I can't believe she's four years old. She looks like she's four going on, like, 44. Um, but go ahead, girl. And she's from Gainesville, Georgia. Um, so yay, Georgia. Who says we're not smart? Um, <laughs> SAT scores nationally do. But anyway. Um, and another win, real quick. So they released an honorary version of the um, the U.S. The U.S. Mint released a commemorative $100 gold coin that features an image of a black woman. Yes, I saw that. As Lady Liberty, which was pretty dope. And she's got braids and looks really cool. And yes. they're apparently going to do... Um, versions depicting Asian Americans, Hispanic Americans, Love and Indian Americans. I want to collect them all. As well, which is really cool. Um, the coin's coming out April 6th. Mm-mm. A financial literacy Send month. Send me one as a wedding gift. <laughs> um, and my wins. Yes. I, I, think we, I feel like we had a good week. I had a great week. This was a quick show. You're welcome. You're probably like, yay, not another hour and a half. Whatever. Somebody's still doing dishes. Like, wait, I still have a pot left. I need you guys to still talk. All right. We bid you adieu. And if you're a dream catcher, we bid you hello. And remember, if you have questions, concerns, uh, please go to brownambitionpodcast.com. And while you're at it, just real quick, we need to please, please, please ask you to leave us a review on iTunes. I recently noticed that we're falling in the ratings not because we are getting any less down in fact, January's been a record month for us in downloads. Thank you so, so woo, much. Woo. But it's because we're not getting as many reviews as the other shows. Okay. So please, reviews actually matter. I've done this research. iTunes favors shows that have more reviews. Okay. So you send us all the emails, all the tweets, all the Facebook messages. But please take time. Go to iTunes and leave us a review. However many stars you'd like, just leave one. Yes. Um, we really, really appreciate we're gonna it. Do it. We're going to do some sort of t- an incentive for you guys, like some sort of like um, contest. Yeah, that would be cool. We'll mm-hmm. do another one. Next yes, we week. do. Mm-hmm. We'll tell you about to do it this week. We did. <laughs> All right. Let's we'll see. All right. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>
the Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.